This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to have a lot of bad days. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. You just need some support. Visit betterhelp.com super and let's figure out how to take care of you. This video will contain spoilers for Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Hey brother! What if I told you the Elder Wand wasn't entirely unique? What if I told you it had a brother? Hey brother wand. Seriously though, I promise you, this is mind-blowing. We all know the Elder Wand is one of the most significant magical artifacts in the entire wizarding world and was apparently crafted by Death himself. And it goes by many names. The Elder Wand, the Wand of Destiny, the Death Stick, the Elder Wand. It is said to always win duels for its owner and be the most powerful wand. And yet we know that Grindelwald eventually loses to Dumbledore in their big duel despite using the Elder Wand. So. How does that happen? Well, I think the wands might have been a tad more evenly matched than anyone has ever realized. The big clue for this happens at the end of Secrets of Dumbledore, where Grindelwald and Dumbledore have their first little mini duel, and we see something very familiar happen. Their wands link, and they seem to be trying to force a golden bead at the collision point towards one another. Almost exactly the way Harry and Voldemort's wands connected in the graveyard just before they enacted Priori Incantatum. Which, in case you need a reminder, is the rare effect that happens when two wands with twin cores are forced to duel. Dumbledore and Grindelwald don't create the same sort of golden web that happens with Harry and Voldemort, but they definitely are still separated from everyone else around them in some sort of dome-style magic. But wait, okay, so does that mean that Dumbledore's wand shares a twin core with the Elder Wand? Because honestly, I think it must. Guys, before we dive on into today's video, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. Many people don't realize that their headaches, teeth grinding, and indigestion even can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, overeating, undereating, and doom scrolling. Stress can cause a lot of problems above and below the surface. Personally, I know that even though I love my work life and my family, they can also be huge sources of stress. And when I'm not managing it properly, it can really start to build up. So in a world that's constantly telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind as much as possible, here's your reminder to take a little break and maybe try some therapy. Therapy has been an invaluable tool in my life, just helping me set boundaries, maintain priorities, and making sure I'm not running on empty all the time. And BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to be on camera if you don't wanna be. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. So give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. Plus SCB viewers can get 10% off their first month when they head over to betterhelp.com super. Again, that's betterhelp.com super to get 10% off your first month. Link is in the description down below. Okay, let's just back up a sec and walk through some of the paces and start laying some groundwork for this idea. When Harry first enters Ollivander's shop, he goes through tons of wands before Ollivander eventually gets that really creepy look in his eyes and is all like, I wonder. Harry then receives his holly wand, which has a phoenix tail feather as its core. And it's not just any phoenix, it's Dumbledore's phoenix, Fox. We also learn that Fox is only ever given one other feather. The phoenix? whose tail feather resides in your wand, gave another feather. It's brother. 
gave you that scar. I don't want to say Ollivander isn't being dramatic enough in this moment because he definitely is being dramatic, but I do feel like he's still sort of underplaying this moment. Like, oh my God, the Dark Lord tried to kill this baby and this baby took down the Dark Lord and now his brother Juan has chosen him. What does that mean? Anyway, two feathers, two wizards, two wands. Only one can hold the title of WWE World Champion. Wizarding World Elite World Champion? Yeah, that works. You gotta throw in world twice to really drive it home. But because their wands share this one unique characteristic, it actually prevents Voldemort or Harry from attacking Harry or Voldemort. Instead, if they're trying to attack each other, their wands will link and they'll have to try and force a golden bead into one another's wand. And whoever loses that duel, their wand will be forced to regurgitate all the most recent spells it has done. And of course, we all know Harry wins the duel in the graveyard and Voldemort's wand is forced to regurgitate all the deaths of the people it's just killed. like. Cedric and Harry's parents. It is of course incredibly emotional for Harry, but I bring it up mostly so I can draw attention to how Dumbledore reacts to hearing it. He was glad when Sirius broke the silence. The wands connected, he said, looking from Harry to Dumbledore. Why? Harry looked up at Dumbledore again, on whose face there was an arrested look. Priori incantatum, he muttered. And that line, Priori incantatum, he muttered, reads to me as not just a statement he's saying to the room, but also to himself. Almost as if a dark memory has just resurfaced in his brain, a memory that perfectly explains to him what happened between Harry and Voldemort. He goes on. So what happens when a wand meets its brother, said Sirius. They will not work properly against each other, said Dumbledore. If, however, the owners of the wands force the wands to do battle, a very rare effect will take place. One of the wands will force the other to regurgitate spells it has performed in reverse, the most recent first, and then those which preceded it. He looked interrogatively at Harry, and Harry nodded. Which means that some form of Cedric must have reappeared. And let's pause there because this is a critical point. And honestly, that was quite a guess. Like Dumbledore is putting this all together really quickly, even for Dumbledore. Someone who, mind you, is already aware of the twin core situation and yet still seems slightly alarmed by this new information. But I think Dumbledore reaches this conclusion so quickly because he's seen it happen before and maybe because it was his worst nightmare. And we actually know what Dumbledore's worst nightmare was because he tells Harry in King's Cross. They say he feared me and perhaps he did, but less I think than I feared him. Not what he could do to me magically. I knew that we were evenly matched. Perhaps that I was a shade more skillful. It was the truth I feared. You see, I never knew which of us in that last horrific fight had actually cast the curse that killed my sister. You may call me cowardly. You would be right. Harry, I dreaded beyond all things the knowledge that it had been I who brought about her death. Not merely through my arrogance and stupidity, but that I actually struck the blow that snuffed out her life. Now at a glance, that sounds like Dumbledore is afraid that Grindelwald will just tell him that it was Dumbledore indeed who killed Ariana. But that also kind of seems like a baseless fear because like on what grounds would he be able to prove it? None really. And of course he would blame Albus for doing this exact thing and try and make him feel guilty for it. I mean, he is an extremely manipulative person. Like to the point where they literally cut out his tongue when he was being held prisoner by Makuza because they were afraid he'd talk his way out of prison. Dumbledore knows he can't trust anything Grindelwald says, but so then why would fighting Grindelwald confirm his worst fear. Priori incantatum. 
is how. If their two wands met and Grindelwald won the duel and Ariana came out of Dumbledore's wand, it would be absolute proof that it was in fact him who struck the final blow. But of course, for that to even be a possibility, Dumbledore's wand would have to share a core with Grindelwald's, who we know is using the Elder Wand. So how would that be possible? Well, interestingly, we do know what the core of the Elder Wand is. It is the tail hair from a Thestral. And in Dumbledore's own opinion, the Deathly Hallows were not in fact created by death, but instead by the three Peveril brothers. Whether they met death on a lonely road, I think it was more likely that the Peveril brothers were simply gifted, dangerous wizards who succeeded in creating those powerful objects. That means the first brother, Antioch, made the the Elder Wand himself with the tail hair from a Thestral. It also means if his wand has a twin core anywhere, it had to come from the same Thestral. And while his brothers may have made less powerful wands, they definitely would have had access to the same Thestral and definitely would have been capable of making their own wands. I mean, don't forget, the second brother, Cadmus, made the Resurrection Stone. The third brother, Ignotus, made the Invisibility Cloak. And, and Dumbledore says this about Grindelwald's time in Godric's Hollow. He wanted to come back to Godric's Hollow, as I'm sure you have guessed, because of the grave of Ignotus Peveril. He wanted to explore the place the third brother had died. Do you see what I'm getting at? What if Dumbledore's wand is actually Ignotus Peveril's old wand? Like, what if they found it? Now, granted, Dumbledore doesn't seem like the grave-robbing type himself, but if this is true, it would also create a very nice Peveril parallel to what happens to his own grave later on, after, you know, he dies. Bear in mind, this is pretty much how the Elder Wand itself always changes hands. I mean, it's always pretty much being taken from a corpse. Unless you're Harry, in which case you're taking a different wand from a different person on a different day without magic. But also, also, it's just possible that Grindelwald did the grave robbing solo by himself without the help of Dumbledore. But if that's true, then why would Albus get to keep it and not Grindelwald, you might ask? Well, for one, I think it's pretty likely that he wouldn't call dibs on the wand because it wasn't the, the Elder Wand. After all, this is the wand of the third brother. And we know he goes on to seek out the Elder Wand after this interaction anyway. In fact, Dumbledore is even aware of it. He tells Harry, they said he'd acquired a wand of great power. So like, he is aware of the fact that Grindelwald likely has the Elder Wand and that Priori Incantatum could be a real problem. But also, also, actually, actually, it's not even the wizard who gets the claim dibs, is it? It's the wand. The wand chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. So now the question is, do we have any like really big reason to believe that the wand would have chosen Dumbledore in the first place? Of course we do. Welcome to the channel. Let us walk you through our process. First of all, let me just go ahead and say that this wand, Dumbledore's wand he's using in the Fantastic Beast movies, doesn't have any known characteristics. Wand would or core. What we do know is that it's freaking awesome looking and they decided to include runes on it, just like <laughs> the Elder Wand. But we also know Dumbledore eventually ends up with the, the Elder Wand. So we thought that might be a good place to start. And on Pottermore, we can learn this about wands made with elder wood, the rarest wand wood of all and reputed to be deeply unlucky. The Elder Wand is trickier to master than any other. It contains powerful magic, but scorns to remain with any owner who is not the superior of his or her company. It takes a remarkable wizard to keep the Elder Wand for any length of time. And that of course all tracks, but if you continue down the article, it does have one more seemingly random inclusion. An additional fact I've unearthed during my long years of study is that the owner of Elder Wands almost always feels a powerful affinity with those chosen by Rowan. Rowan? Uh, Okay, so who in 
Harry Potter has a Rowan wood wand. No one, no one in the entire wizarding world to date in any expanded lore or anything has ever been listed to own a Rowan Wood wand. So why on earth does it have a place in the description of possibly the most notable wand wood in the entire series? Well, we know Grindelwald at least had an affinity for Dumbledore, so of course we had to scroll down to the Rowan Wood section and see what all the fuss was about and whether or not that fit Dumbledore. Rowan Wood has always been much favored for wands because it is reputed to be more protective than any other and, in my experience, renders all manner of defensive charms especially strong and difficult to break. It is commonly stated that no dark witch or wizard ever owned a Rowan wand, and I cannot recall a single instance where one of my own Rowan wands has gone to do evil in the world. Rowan is most happily placed with the clear-headed and the pure-hearted, but this reputation for virtue ought not to fool anyone. These wands are the equal of any, often the better, and frequently outperform others in duels. I mean, I'm not reaching, right? Like, that sounds exactly like Dumbledore! Especially after the events of Secrets of Dumbledore, with the chillin'! Which, if you need a refresher, the chillin' is this tiny deer creature right here that is very rare and has a very unique power. The ability to judge the purity of people's souls. And if it finds someone who has a truly pure soul, it will kneel before them. And guess who it kneels before in Secrets of Dumbledore? Spoilers, it's Dumbledore! And that just feels very, very, very relevant. Well, let me take it even further than that because it also said that Rowanwood is supposed to be the most protective of any Wandwood. And another important thing that happens at the end of the Secrets of Dumbledore is the destruction of the Blood Pact, something believed to be impossible and yet achieved because Grindelwald casts a spell to attack and Dumbledore casts a spell to protect. On top of on top of that, do you know who else fits the description for a Rowan Wood wand almost perfectly? Ignotus Peveril, who, let me remind you, would have been the original owner of the wand and was the brother who was the most pure of heart. Which hallow did he create? Oh yeah, the invisibility cloak, which according to Dumbledore, the true magic and power of is the true magic of which, of course, is that it can be used to protect and shield others as well as its owner. The Elder Wand belonged to the first brother, Dumbledore's wand belonged to the third, and I believe they made these wands not death. But this can get even cooler because while I believe they made the Hallows themselves, it doesn't mean they didn't encounter death, like death with a capital D. Because who are the only people who can see Thestrals? People who have witnessed death. In the Peverell's case though, it might have just been a little bit more literal. It also means the second brother's wand is out there somewhere. <sighs> I wonder if he had any important descendants. <laughs> oh yeah, him. What do you think, guys? Does Dumbledore own the third brother's wand? Does he fear priori incantatum with Grindelwald? Let me know all your thoughts in the towel section down below. Thank you so much for liking this video. If you want to see our full review of the secrets of Dumbledore, be sure to check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, Ben, I will see you in another life, brother.